Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin. This is Sports Sales and Coffee, episode two. And thank you so much for deciding to come on this magical journey with me, on this joyous adventure where I hope to go deep inside your ear holes, right into your brain, and drop a lovely nugget of information that sticks in the back of there and helps you with your daily life or helps you do something or just be better. That's the goal. That's my goal. First off, thank you for taking the time and listening to episode one. I really, really appreciate it. The feedback that I've received has been phenomenal and many people listen to it way more than I thought ever would. So thank you very much. I want to record episode two today. I got some stuff in the works. Episode three, hopefully later this week, early next week. And then I got something else in the works that should be mind-blowing, I hope. So, episode two, I want to talk about something that was very important to me. It's being persistent. I am persistent to a fault. I pride myself on it. I follow up with everybody. I follow up with everybody because I have the mindset that if you don't get back to me, it's not because you're not interested, it's because you haven't received my information or you've been too busy to respond and get back to me. So I follow up with everybody. I have a system where I follow up with everybody almost every four work days. So I might see them twice a week or is it once a week or is it every you know week and a half. I have people in my Excel sheet that I hit up multiple times, even without hearing back from them. I'm going to have one contact with them and I'll hit them up nine, 10 times because I have the mindset that it's not, that you're not interested. It's that you've just been too busy. Something else has came to your plate. And I understand when you sell sports marketing, we're not a need. We're not payroll or we're not software or we're not you know, an essential piece of your business that makes your business go on a daily basis. So sometimes, and most of the time, things come up that push you away from me. If you think about a stove, I'm like the back burner. Not like the back burner you're cooking rice on, that little one. I'm like that middle one kind of in the back that you use to like keep your pancakes warm. Yeah, it's important, but if that burner breaks, it's not the, it's not the end of the world. So you got to have that in your mindset that stuff comes up. That's why they're not getting back to you. It's not because they hate that idea and they hate you and there's no way. Don't pre-qualify someone and say they're not interested if they haven't told you. So keep following up with people. You know, this off-season, I actually, this happened to me. This off-season, I met with a prospect in about mid-September. We talked on the phone, he was the new marketing director, and we chatted, it was one conversation. I've been trying to get this company for, uh, probably since like the the previous off season, trying to talk to them, never talked to that marketing director, that marketing director left, new marketing marketing director came in, spoke with him once, early, mid-September, right after the season ended, told him about a, uh, a sign that we had available, uh, and some and some other um, you know opportunities. Never talked to him again until 
February. And I hit him up every other week with a email or with a phone call. In some weeks, I hit him up twice. And I did a lot of what I call shadow calls. I don't know why I call them that. Maybe because they sound badass. They're not. Where I call and I don't leave a message, but I know everyone has caller ID now because it's 2018. So he saw my number and he might have saw this number that I'm popping up ever so often, but I'm not leaving a message. But once a week or every other week, I would leave a message, send him an email and try to connect with him. No response. I got no response from him from that time being. And then finally, he picked up. And I talked to him on the phone. And we chatted. And instead of me being like, man, I've called you like a thousand times. Were you too busy for me? I acted like it was the second time we've ever spoken. Because it was. And I didn't get petty. And I didn't get upset that he wasn't calling me back. It was, hey man, how you doing? Things busy? Things are good? How's the family? Like, it was a normal conversation. I didn't bring up that he was annoying me. Annoying, you know, ignoring me. I didn't bring that up because that's not my place. I'm not trying to put a negative feel on any conversation that I have with a prospect. No, no matter how big or small that prospect is, I want no negativity in my in my call. So I don't even address the fact that he's not getting back to me. I just don't. So we talk. He goes, "This sounds great. I'm gonna bring it up to my team." And he's and I quote says, thank you so much for being persistent and staying on me. I've wanted to do something, but something always seemed to come up and I wasn't able to get back to you. He thanked me and then he made the joke. I'll follow, I'll call you on Thursday. He goes, and I bet you think I'm lying to you because I haven't followed up with you. But guess what? I will call you on Thursday. He did call me on Thursday. We built out a program for him and now he's a great partner and we're very excited to have him on board and I'm pumped. And that was in about February we did this. So we went months without talking. Months without talking, without any contact. And instead of me getting all sour and being upset, I just realized that you got your own shit. So I need to do my job and keep following up with you and keep giving you the information. I think the reason why I'm so persistent, and I did write this down, and this is probably the first time I've ever done it, and it might be the last time, but I saw these sales numbers, this like these percentages, and it blew my mind. So in the sales game, 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 48%! That is less, less than half. That is crazy to me. So it's a one-call one contact, I'm done, never, never calling you again. After 48%, it drops again. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and then stop. 25%, all right? Then 12% of salespeople make a third contact and stop. 12%. And after that, only 10% of sales people make more than three contacts. 10% of people, of salespeople, follow up prospects more than three times. That is a phenomenal number to me, especially when you see the number that 80% of sales made 
or on the 5th to 12th contact. Let that sink in. So if someone's not getting back to you, or they are getting back to you, but they're not signing on the dotted line, you can't just forget about it. You gotta take each call like it's a brand new call, each season like it's a brand new season, and that things change, things move around, there's new directors that come in, people leave, CEOs will change, and, and their CEO might love sports, and they say, sports marketing is the way to go, because I recognize stuff when I'm there. So you have to follow up with these people. Again, in the off-season, I met with this, this prospect since I started with the team back in about 2013. I met with them every single off-season. And every off-season, they told me, no. I said, okay. But guess what? In August, when the season was winding down, they got another contact from me. And I said, let's sit down, let's talk about 2016, 2017, 2018. They finally met, they met with me again this offseason, and now they're a partner. Most people would say, nah, I'm all set, and walk away from it. I stayed with it because I knew they fit the mold, that we would be a good fit for them, and they would be a good fit for us. So let's stay on them. You have to. You have to be persistent. You have to have the mindset that if they're not getting back to you, it's because they're too busy. And if they tell you no for 2018, they might change that and tell you yes for 2019 or 2020, 2021. You gotta think long term with this too. You gotta think long term with this. And I know thinking long term in the sports world is tough. Because unlike other sales jobs, we're not based on quarters. You can have a bad quarter one, have phenomenal quarter two that saves you from your bad quarter three. You know, you can, we don't have a makeup plan. plan. We have one season. You need, especially in corporate sales, you got to hit your mark in that season. You can't have a down season and then make it up the next season and have a down season. Like, that's not how it goes. But if you can build your pipeline and have it extend for years to come, I mean, that's the goal. So you got to be persistent. You got to follow up with everybody. With me, I have an Excel sheet that I have of everyone who I've contacted and who has, you know, who I feel have I pre-qualified that has been a lead. Not that if they would spend like X amount of money, but that I believe they would market with us because they market themselves in a similar way that I feel like they'd be a good fit and I move them from year to year. And sure, there are some people that say, my budget is locked up until 2018. I said, absolutely, that's okay. So guess what? I'm going to follow up with them 2018. So we can talk about 2019. So you got to play the long game. you got to be persistent. Also, what kind of brings me back is that when someone tells you no, you have to respect those, those boundaries. You can't call them next week and say on them. That's when you're being pushy. When they give you, when they give you an answer, you have to respect it. And if it's no, that's okay. 
they have to, you have to respect it and you have to give them their space. That doesn't mean you never contact them again. That means you contact them next off season and you talk about the upcoming season because you told me that 2017 didn't work. You never said anything about 2018. They tell you, no, we're still not interested. Okay, great. Guess what? You're going to get another email, another contact from me next off season. I had this one prospect that I hit up every single off season. She always gets back to me and says, no, we're not in- interested. I say, great. Well, I'll send you an email next September, see if anything changes. If anything changes in the meantime, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Also, I'd love to have you and your family out to the ballpark. Let me know what game would work for you. I'll leave you some tickets. She never takes me up on the offer, but it's always something nice to do. I always offer people to come out to the ballpark so they can see the experience. We'll get into that later. But you got to respect those boundaries. You can't come off as too pushy if they tell you they tell you no. Now, some people say pushy is bad. Being pushy is not bad. As a sales sales rep, you have to understand who needs to be pushed and who shouldn't be pushed. Because you can push people in the right direction. You're going to push them to give you an answer. It's going to be a yes or no. And that's okay. It's okay to apply pressure to prospects for them to tell you something. Because some prospects will think they're doing you a favor by not telling you no. They think they're helping you out by being nice and, and talking to you. And, well, I'll bring it to, up, up to my boss. No. You told me that five times. If it's not going to work, it's not going to work, but I don't want to waste my time. So by being pushy, you can apply pressure to them to give you an answer. Because a yes or a no is a good thing in sales, getting a yes or a no. Because a, no, a yes, you signed the business, great job, you, you did your job. A no means you can put them in the column to contact them next year and move on to a new prospect and find a new prospect and continue to try to build that pipeline. So you really have to understand, do I put pressure on this person and not? And do I push them to make that decision? So being pushy and being persistent are two different things. They're absolutely two different things. So you gotta make sure that you're staying on top of everybody and that you're reaching out and you're following up and, and from year to year you're talking to the same people. Because to me, that's what's very important. And I think that's what separates the good sales reps from the bad sales reps. Have you ever had a new sales rep that comes in and like takes over territory or takes over a certain category um, from the previous rep? And they kind of ride that wave and they get on that hot streak and um, they sign a couple of businesses that you know the old rep couldn't sign or they felt like they had them on the edge and everything? That's because it's a new voice. It's because it's saying persistent. Maybe that, that sales rep didn't contact them for six months. You know, that, that old sales rep warmed them up for it. They were interested. And then that new sales rep came in and, and sold the business because they were following up. Because even though they said no, something changed and they wanted to do it. So you always got to assume things change and to reach out. So... Just be persistent. Follow up with everybody. Until they tell you yes or no, they're still an active 
prospect in your pipeline. That's how I look at it. And yes, you will make the decision sometimes too. If you're reaching out to the same person 20 times and they're never getting back to you, well then give them a break. Give them a break for a month and a half. Hit them back up. Because it doesn't take that much out of your day to send them an email or give them a call knowing that you're going to leave them a voicemail. You should know who in your pipeline you always leave voicemails because they never pick up and who you can send emails to. And then just attach to that chain and, and keep going. So that's it. That's it. Uh, I hope that made sense. I hope you're being persistent. And I hope basically when I'm talking, you're just like, yeah, I feel the same way. That's what I do. So be persistent. Be relentless out there. Go out, close some sales, make some cash, make some money, you know? So, hey, thank you again. This hasn't been as long. It's about 17, 18 minutes after I I stop all my my useless rambling. But thank you so much for taking the time, listening to this, Sports Sales and Coffee. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, follow me on social media, at Sports Sales Coffee on Instagram, uh, at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter and at Sports Sales and Coffee on Facebook. Uh, Again, my name is Justin. This is episode two. Holy cow, this is a real thing. Two episodes? I'm like famous now. I'm like big league famous. Um, We'll go from there, fellas. Ladies, thank you so much. Peace. I'll see you next time. Big things in the works. Big things.